he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. That's actually unhinged. All right. We are back to um, recap the women tell all. The first women tell all in Golden Bachelor history. And are the golden women tell all, if you will. Right. Yes. I will say, okay. Women Tell All is normally my favorite episode every mm-hmm. single season. I love the drama. I love the cat fights. I love, yeah. like, everyone kind of ripping each other's hair out. But I can't even explain how much I loved this wholesome version so much more. Like, I laughed. I cried. <laughs> I sobbed. Like, yeah. I was so... And just, like, looking at all these women now, I look at them now like they're celebrities. And I feel I a sense of, like, pro- I'm, like, proud of them. Like, they all looked so hot. And I'm just, like, I feel like I know them. And I'm proud of them that they're getting their moment in the spotlight. And it's such a different experience than, like seeing a 25-year-old bitch another girl out because she wants to get more screen time. It was such a different vibe. Totally. Yeah, and I almost appreciate it because I we're always on opposite ends of the spectrum with the women tell all. I don't like the women tell all because mm-hmm. I feel like the drama that they, it's so edited and I feel like the drama that they choose to address is usually like the stupid drama that I have like forgotten about. Like it's shrimp gate. It's like little producer um, created things. And so I kind of appreciated in this situation, they didn't have any drama, so they didn't force it. And they were like, let's not right. like make up fake shit to talk about. Let's just have a nice time and talk to all these ladies that we've all grown to love. And so I appreciated it from that sense. And I'm like, we don't need to make up fights when there aren't any real fights to talk about. Right. Like, I guess the only real drama this season was the Kathy Teresa zip it. And, like, they asked Kathy about it. And in, like, 30 seconds, she kind of, like, brushed it under the rug. Mm -hmm. I loved in the intro when they're, like, introducing each woman. And then Kathy does, like, the zip it. Mm -hmm. I truly felt like we were looking at A-listers. Like, I know that's crazy. But, like, I was like, oh, my God, Kathy, zip it. Like, she should make, like, merch. She should. Right? Yeah, I would buy that. I love the intros in the Women Tell All. I always, I know like Bachelor Data will clock like what they do mm-hmm. and in past seasons and whatnot. I feel like April was giving me Demi Burnett vibes. Like she's just such way? a small, well, she's just like such a tiny little ball of energy and she loves being like the center of attention. And when they got to her, like she's like stood up and it's like pointing to everyone in the audience. And like, you could just tell she's like soaking this all in. It was cute. Yeah, I feel like April deserved to be more of a star. And just didn't get as much time to shine in the season in general. Like, had it been a different Bachelor, I think, like, April would have gotten a lot more screen time. Because she's a a star. You can just tell. You just look at her. I'm like, oh, you were meant for television. Well, also, like, she got a couple of times to speak tonight. And, like, I was looking at her and I'm like, you don't even look like you're old enough to be, like, even a mom. And she said, is she, she's a grandma, I think she said. Yep. Probably. I don't I don't know, actually. But I was like looking yeah, she at looks her and I'm great. like, you look like you're like 40, 45. Like, I know, that's what amazing. I want to look like when I'm 70. And I think that's why I like kind of look up to these women because like they're all so glamorous and I feel like I'm in sweats and a messy bun every single day and you guys look fucking phenomenal and you're in your 60s and 70s and it's just, mm-hmm. I aspire to be like that one day. I don't know how I'm going to turn into that considering I'm you can do it 37 and I'm I have faith in you okay you know just all right you gotta get the lashes you gotta get the like they they, they were all done up too like they had the lashes they had the tan they had like the hair the dresses I think if you had all those things you would look 
just as good, if not more beautiful. Well, thanks. Thanks, Jackie. Natural beauty is just not going to cut it when we're 60 and 70. (laughs) We need stuff, honestly. So I love like the overall vibe that we got going into this episode. Uh, Mm -hmm. Susan said it best. She said like, it's not over. Get back up. If you feel like all hope is lost, like keep pushing. And like, I just was getting so emotional throughout this whole entire episode. We both have single moms. Yeah. And like, just to think of like someone in that, time in their lives being able to find love again it's just it was just really nice to see it was really beautiful and I like that the majority of the women came away from the experience with like such a positive outlook yeah and the friendships honestly I've been loving these ladies friendships I like want Askin to never die and I want them to like take a group trip every single year do you think they will Yes. Like, they have a group chat, and they're like, all right, guys, where are we going this year? The Bahamas. Okay, where are we going now? Wyoming. I don't know where, where they would go. I was so excited that Susan got a little surprise. So in, like, the press release, mm-hmm. they said Susan was going to get a surprise, and people were speculating, like, oh, is she going to be announced as Golden Bachelorette? And I was like, no, that's too soon. That's not happening. Yeah. The fact that the surprise was Kris Jenner. I like, know. When they showed Kris Jenner and, like, I saw the look on Susan's face and then Kris Jenner, like, actually called Susan out, that was just such a cool moment and, ugh. It was a nice crossover and a nice reminder of how relevant The Bachelor is, like, in the Mm. pop culture space that even, like, Kris Jenner knows what the show is, knows who Susan is. I mean, I'm sure she's getting tagged in a lot of things and everyone's, like, it's been a conversation, but um, I feel like because we do this for a job, sometimes I, like, forget that... The whole world is talking about Golden Bachelor. I feel like everywhere I go, whenever I tell people, oh, I have a Bachelor podcast, they're like, but did you hear about Golden Bachelor? I'm like, yes, obviously I've heard about Golden Bachelor. It's my favorite show. Um, But it was nice to even hear that the word has gotten to Kris Jenner as well. Well, the Kardashians are Bachelor fans. Like, they've been forever. Now they're on Hulu, so, like, they're the same umbrella. Oh, yeah, no, but they've been saying this about The Bachelor, like, for, like, over a decade. But recently, Mm -hmm. Kendall Jenner actually said that her Roman empire is The Bachelor. Which I thought was funny. Just generally The Bachelor or a specific Yeah, I think she like, didn't she didn't know thing. no no no. And this she girl doesn't understand say. the Roman Empire. Yeah. <laughs> like joke. she didn't she didn't get it. But I think that, you know, they all watch the show and they yeah. they all know the people, which is just I don't know. I wonder if like was they listen to us. I know when Peter Weber got off the show and he was hanging out with Kendall and Kylie. I feel like that was a thing. Peter Weber? Yeah. Well, no, Ben Flanick dated – well, Ben Flanick, our friend, no, I, no, I hung know. out with Chris. No, I know. But also I feel like I remember seeing Peter Weber like out in Westlake Village with <gasps> Kendall and Kylie. He lives close to where they live in Calabasas. Like I could see this happening. Yeah. But um, I don't know. So uh, I guys, like fact check that. Yeah, like, sound, sound off in, off the, in comments the comments below, below if I made that up or not. But I don't think I did. I think they were hanging out. I mean, out. it's not that. I mean, it's crazy. I'm shocked to not hear that crazy. it. But, like, it's not too surprising that Peter would want to milk his 15 minutes of fame and get to hang out with them. Of course. All right. Well, let's dive into, like, the hot seats. So we only saw, I guess, technically three hot seats. Joan, Ellen, mm-hmm. and then Faith, which we'll get to. She yeah. is unlimited. But, like, outside yeah. of the final three, just two. I bet they filmed more and they just, like, had to cut unnecessary stuff. Do you think, though? Like, I don't think any of the other women had, like, strong relationships with Gary to warrant a hot seat. And then, there, like we said, there wasn't really any drama. In that sense, I thought it was kind of a lull. Like, I know they can't make something up when it's not there, but couldn't they do something different? 
Yeah, I mean, I guess, though, if you're comparing it to the real show, Women Tell All is two hours long, and it's mm-hmm. so much fucking shit we didn't want to see. So, like, yeah. in that sense— But there was I, also shit that I didn't want to see in this. Well, what, Like, though? Susan farting. Oh, I, I see. I, see I was happy to see Susan fart. It's a okay. great day when I can see Susan. It wasn't Susan farting. It was Sandra farting. Yeah. No, it was Susan going about the gas and the guacamole. And oh, 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 yeah. It yeah. was like a whole, we spent 15 minutes. We didn't get to, I think I made a note of this. We didn't get to Joan sitting in the hot seat till like 32 minutes mm-hmm. into the show. And I'm just like, why? Yeah. We had farting. We had Chris, the Chris Jenner I appreciated, but it was a lot of fluffaroonie. Yeah. It is kind of crazy when you think about if it's, there's two hot seats from the season. Ellen, totally warranted. Joan, sure. she got a ton of like, Everyone was buzzing about Joan, but, like, she literally went home. I mean, she deserved it, but it's just crazy to think that, like, those were the two from this season. I think Joan could be the Golden Bachelorette. I know you're, like, die hard for Susan, ride or die, but I think Joan really made a nice play for it. Interesting that you say that. Obviously, Susan, I will ride or die for Susan as Golden Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. However, Ellen is going to give her a run for her money because if you Mm -hmm. notice during Ellen's hot seat, she was for sure being set up with that Golden Bachelorette questions that I feel like a potential lead would be asked. And she was giving Mm -hmm. answers that I think a potential lead may have been coach to answer in a certain way like like what she says about finding love i'm just getting started uh jesse mm, says how do you mm-hmm, feel mm-hmm. that now that you know you can find love again are you hopeful for the future it was very right. much like the type of questions that you ask when you're purposely trying to set up the audience to be like let's all root for this person and like ellen is in the right place to fill that role like she came in fourth and she did get her heart broken so it's not that crazy yeah but after seeing like how emotional Faith was and how emotional Gary was. I'm like, there's no way Faith or whoever his runner up is is going to like get away with them being like, and now Ellen. You don't think? Like, no. Oh, I-, I think Faith had a much stronger story, and I think whoever Gary doesn't pick will also equally have a way stronger story. Ellen will be old news. She'll be like, who's Ellen? Yeah, but I feel like sometimes when they do that stuff, they're like. Like, they'll skip over that person because she's too heartbroken. Like, you know, sometimes when the runner-up is too hurt from the breakup, they then go to the next person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. But Faith has enough time now to, like, heal, move on. She got the closure today. Let's talk about Miss Faith. Let's talk about Faith. Well, what about the fact that when Gary – so we go to the rose ceremony and Gary gives the second rose to Teresa, the audience gasped. Like, everyone thought it was going to Faith. Which is just funny because I'm like, I never thought it was going to Faith. Well, you've been at – show are you guys Teresa Truther. I know, but I have been an anti – not an anti-Faith, but I'm just like, Gary made a mistake by taking her as far as he did. You know what I mean? I know, but after seeing them Like we said a few weeks ago, he invited her to hometowns not realizing how many slots were available and he was like oh shit now she's coming yeah but now after seeing um, i don't actually saw. think that after seeing his emotion yeah, yeah. i will th- okay i have two questions for you one do you think this was a classic case of and i say i think leads do this a lot where they send home their actual runner-up they send them home third because they know that like when it comes down to the final rose ceremony, it would be less painful. And then they put as their runner-up someone who they think is stronger, who they think they can handle it. So my question is, do you think Faith is his real runner-up? Yes. Yeah. Yes? No. Are you just saying no. that to appease no, me because I, I went into that whole thing? Or, n- oh, no, okay. no. Do I you would, really think that? I was taking it in, soaking it in, mm-hmm. and I, I think mm-hmm. that, yes, that, that 
we love to marinate. I think that very much could be the case. It actually reminds me of a fun bachelor fact. Back in the day, I did that TikTok series, Random Bachelor Facts, and I think my first mm-hmm. ever video was about the story of how Nick Vial admitted that, um, I forget like the specifics, but producers wanted him to bring Christina Shulman to the final two. Oh, he knew, yeah, he, knew, he, was, he knew it was going to be Vanessa. So they're like, oh, we they wanted Christina in the final two. Mm-hmm. And Nick felt like he didn't like... He didn't want to hurt her, so he chose Raven in the final two because he said that um, she could handle it. Like, she was stronger and she right. would be okay. He didn't want to break Christina's heart. There's more details to this. I'm, that's, like, the, mm-hmm. the shortened version of the story. But very interesting that, yeah, I think people can be strategic in, you know, you don't want to hurt certain people. And I think Hannah Brown did that with Peter Weber. He got sent home third, and I think he was, at the time, way more emotionally invested than Tyler Cameron was. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another classic case of, like, sending home your actual runner-up third. And so I wondered, with so much emotion from Gary, I'm like, do you think he really was feeling Faith second? And whoever, like, he knows Leslie or Teresa is strong enough to handle being runner-up? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, it seems like in the promo, regardless of who comes in yeah. second, he is completely distraught over it. And Mm -hmm. we're going to get to all of that. All right, guys. So the holiday season is officially upon us. And when I tell you, I hate going Christmas shopping for my husband because he's impossible. Like he has everything. He really doesn't need anything. But something that I like to get him is good quality clothes because he gets like random crappy t-shirts that rip in the laundry. And I want to get him stuff that will, you know, stand the test of time. And this season I got him true classic tees. If you want to get the band in your life, the best quality clothes, there's really no better place to look than true classic. True Classic has the best fitting t-shirts, jeans, and sweaters. They're ultra comfortable, perfect fitting essentials. They make the perfect gift. Yeah, and it's not even just a good gift for men in your life. Women can wear them too. I got a pair for myself as well. And honestly, they're so comfortable to sleep in the classic tees. They also have a really great sweater that I don't know how they do this, but it literally feels like a cashmere sweater, but obviously does not cost the price of a cashmere sweater. And if you guys are looking for like a more formal look, they have you covered there too. They just launched five different styles of button-up shirts and fleece jackets to warm up during the cold weather. So they really have a variety. The men in your life need this. So if you guys are ready to do all the men in your life a favor to upgrade their closet, shop with our exclusive link. You can go to trueclassictees.com slash she's all batch and that will get you to save up to 60% off the entire site during their November holiday sale. So that's trueclassictees.com forward slash she's all batch up to 60% off site-wide. Guys, get all of your Christmas shopping done now. This year, I'm thankful for True Classic. Okay, so you guys know that we stay up late to do these recaps. There's been some nights where we're recapping and it's like midnight, but nothing makes me feel better about recapping than knowing that once we're done, I can go to my bed and lay my head on a Blissey pillowcase. Like when I tell you guys, these Blissey pillowcases have done so much for my skin and my hair. My hair is so silky in the morning after sleeping on a silk pillowcase. Like if you have not tried these pillowcases yet, like I ask you, what are you waiting for? Seriously, what are you waiting for? And I've 
told you guys, I feel like I haven't told you in a while, but I tell you all the time that I run hot when I sleep. Oh my God, and so Jackie. <laughs> well, they need to know. If you've never listened to this podcast before, you don't know. So I'm reminding you. Blissey's silk pillowcases are temperature regulating, which has been key for me. And they have naturally insulating properties so that if you sweat and overheat while you sleep, Blissey is there for you. Yeah. And these are truly the best silk pillowcases on the market. They have a ton of different prints and colors and they make great gifts, you guys. Holiday season. There's an option for literally everyone, including men. Men love these too. And they have over 1.5 million raving fans and you could be next. Try now risk-free 60 nights. Try it. Two full months, risk-free. Go to blissy.com slash she's all batch and get an additional 30% off with this link. B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash she's all batch. Use code she's all batch. Get 30% off and give yourself the gift of good night's sleep with Blissy. I want to talk about how emotional Gary was because my question mm. for you now is like, if you were engaged to Gary and you saw him get up on stage and legitimately cry over a woman that he also said, I love you to, wouldn't that be weird for you? Yeah, I actually had that thought while watching and I, I thought in my head because in my heart, Leslie wins. That's not a spoiler. I It's just what I think. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. Have you heard that TikTok sound? No. I think it's from Housewives where it's like, oh, it's so funny. Wait, we should put and it in. Like, That's my opinion. Yeah, we'll put it in. How do you know what's good for me? That's my opinion. I feel like Leslie's a very confident woman and she's confident in what they have. And while that's not ideal to see her man literally sob in the arms of the girl that he also yeah. loved, she's probably like, that's the past and we're looking towards the future. Like, because even him saying to her, like, you know, I told you I loved you, and I did. In those moments, I did. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, oh. But I feel like when you're mature enough to kind of, like, compartmentalize, like, she has to know. He dated all these other women. Yeah. As long as he doesn't love her now. No, I know. I just thought the emotion was a bit much. Because I feel like normally when we see these types of reunions, the lead, I feel like, really tries to, like, downplay their relationship with the runners-up and kind of, like, is more cold towards them because they are happily engaged, hopefully. Do you think Gary there's a chance Gary's not with anyone? No. He's he's with Leslie. I know okay. he is. Like, I know he okay, is. and I say he's with Teresa because that's my opinion. That's my opinion! <laughs> that's my opinion! I don't even know what it is, but I just love Jordan. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I'm not even confident that he's engaged. I think he's probably... I actually don't know. I'm going to say... No, there's no way he would be just like, I'm not going to get engaged. I'm just going to, like, date someone. Why not? He's 70. I don't know. Like, I would... I, I you would Because I feel like he's there for marriage. Sure. But, like, I, I don't know. I feel like these are, like, mature, realistic adults. Like, they don't have... Yeah. I feel like in paradise, there's people that are going to get engaged that are just going to do it because... The ring is free and it doesn't matter. You can give it back in a month. I think in this situation, it's like, I found someone that I think is my life partner, but like, I met her last month. We don't need to, I, that's my opinion. I, that's my opinion! That's my opinion! Like, I think that, <laughs> I think that they could easily just commit to each other long-term without a ring. But I mean, maybe they will get engaged. Who the fuck? I don't know. Gary hasn't told me oh anything. God. A golden wedding? Could you imagine ABC pays for Golden Wedding on the beaches of Golden Paradise? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know. So we'll see. I do want to segue, though, back to Ellen's hot seat because mm -hmm. when I tell you I was like, 
I was sobbing. I mean, they brought back up Roberta, yeah. who I forgot about, but oh, Roberta was her friend that like encouraged her to go um, on the show, and she ha- was diagnosed with cancer. And then we learn in tonight's episode that Roberta passed before she got to even see the premiere episode. So sad. Roberta said to Ellen, I can't wait to watch the first episode with you. And Ellen said to her, we're going to watch the show just from different places together. Like... Like, I was sobbing. Oh, God, I'm so emotional lately. And then, like, Roberta's daughter was in the audience. I just thought that was, like, such a nice ending to the story that, like, the daughter was there and, like, comforting Ellen and saying that she really appreciated, like, how good of a friend she was to Roberta. And I just, I'm so happy. Honestly, all that made me want to root for Ellen more and made me on board with Ellen maybe being the next lead. Wow. I know. I just don't think she has it. I get what you're saying. The it factor. If you will. I love Ellen, but I'm just saying. Don't make me say it. It's my opinion. (laughs) Don't make me say it. But I don't, I didn't think that other people had the it. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I just, they're all No, I don't think she has either. The person who has the it factor factor is Susan. Susan. That's why I've been saying (laughs) it all along. Or, honestly, April. April has the it factor. Okay. Yes, she does. Okay. She she didn't get enough screen time, but if she did, you'd see the it factor. No, she doesn't. She's, no. It's either (laughs) Susan, Ellen, Faith. That's it. Three options, really. But it okay, should. My three options are Susan, April, Joan. Those are my three. Okay. While Joan would be <laughs> wonderful, she, you think that Ellen is too far removed. Joan, literally, what? I just think Joan has the it factor. That's what I'm saying. All right. You, you either got it or you don't. Okay. You got that riz, you know? I get it. That's what the kids are saying these days. I get it. And I want to be clear. It's not that I don't think that, like, Faith would be a great lead. She's an amazing woman. I just feel like Susan would bring more to the screen. And I do, I yes. feel like ABC knows this. I've said this a million times, but even the, the fact that, like, they're like, Susan, we have a surprise for you. And, like, Chris Jenner calls her out. Like, they know. They know. She's fun to watch. She's, yeah. If you want a season that's going to be really fun and exciting, you're going to go with Susan. Just saying. Yeah. Or Chris Jenner. Well, Chris Jenner has Corey Gamble. I know, but like. She could break up with him. Does she? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well. Or wasn't there a thing where Chloe was going to be the Bachelor? Oh I know God. that wasn't re- really yeah. a thing, but they like kind of milked it for a second that Chloe would be the Bachelor. Yeah, that was like back in the day. But then remember semi-recently they had on like a promo or like actually in the episode, Kim said that she was gonna be the bachelorette. And then oh, and then at the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah. episode, she's like, just kidding, guys. God. Right. If that's not the epitome of every single Kardashian's episode, I don't know what is. <laughs> yes. But why aren't they doing celebrity bachelor and bachelorette? Like we have Golden Bachelor. I actually think celebrity would be really good. Not with like a Kardashian, but just like an actual celebrity. And then all the contestants are celebrities too. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, pitch me the log line, like what level celebrity we're we talking about here? Someone who's like infamously, like who's always single, like Jennifer Aniston, like maybe ten years ago uh-huh. as the Bachelorette, and then it's all just like guys. I mean, that would be guys. phenomenal. I would love that. But they have to be celebrities too, because like I don't think a Joe Schmo off the street like gets Jennifer Aniston's life, you know? Right. Right. I was going to say they have a show called Famously Single, but this is slightly different than what you're pitching here. Mm-hmm. This is for real love. Well, do you know what Famously Single is? No. Oh, it's like a VH1 show where they put like, a few Bachelor people have been on it. Like Josh Murray went on it. Oh. They're like, reality TV's most notorious singles are teaming up together in a house and they're all going to like, I don't even know, like date each other. It was some type of game show. It was pretty dumb. You know who should be the celebrity Bachelor? Like Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm, Like, yes. 
Give me that show. Fuck yeah. And half are 25-year-old models mm. and half are age-appropriate A-list actresses. And they all go home night one. <laughs> like, literally, yes. You know that meme that's like Leonardo DiCaprio and it's like, no, don't turn 25. You're so sexy. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if it's like, okay, age-appropriate models, 25-year-old models. You mean... Oh, wait, sorry. Age-appropriate. Oh, okay. age, yeah, age-appropriate age and then 25. Um, okay. 25 year old models and then Stephanie and Jackie on night one. Yeah. We just like sneak in and hope that Leonardo doesn't send us home. Right. We would get sent home instantly, but I'd be okay with it. Just if I could be there night one, it's fine. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? There's something here. Yeah. No, there is something here. I support it. I don't think Leo would do it, but like, get like a C list celebrity that has that same kind of vibe. The, like the Riz. Yeah. But they need the Riz. Well, let's think. Yeah. Who's, who's C list? What qualifies as C-list well, Why do days? they have to be C-list? I don't know, because I just think, like, A-list is just not attainable. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio is not doing this show. I'm He's sorry. like, guys, do you realize I can literally bang anyone with a pulse? I do not need to go on yeah. TV to find a girl. Right. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Like, he's not single because he can't find someone. He's single, like, by choice. He's single because when men have that many options, they don't ever want to settle down. That's why I think in today's age, like, the Tinder world mm. and like hinge i've seen it firsthand with so one true. of my husband's friends when a guy feels like the second you show any type of problem like oh we disagree yeah. about something it's like well in today's world okay you disagree swipe right. i don't need you anymore no, I know. but like i don't know 15 years ago if you have a problem it's like okay well how do we work it out so yeah a little side tangent there <laughs> No, I agree with you 100%. The world's going to shit. Oh, is Brad Pitt single? <gasps> what if Jennifer Aniston's the, the Bachelorette and then Brad's one of the guys? Yeah, that would be a good show. Zach Efron? Ooh. I don't know if these people are actually single currently. I'm looking at an article from 2019. Mm, Harry Styles? Yeah. Are any of these fitting like what you've had in mind? I mean, those are all like A-list. I need C-list. Oh, I, I mean, I don't know how to search for C-list. I don't know what, what qualifies as like C-list, you know? I sh I'm sure I could find someone who's C-list. Like someone who's on like a random Netflix show. Okay. That's C-list right there. Or I don't know. Oh, Leonardo DiCaprio's on this list. I It's Hollywood's 40th hottest unmarried guys. Mm. Also, sound off in the comments below what qualifies as like A-list B list, C list. I, I think we all know what A list means, but B and C is where things get a little murky. Well, just lower than A. No, I know, but like what I think A means like your grandma knows who they are, like a Brad Pitt, Will Smith, like literally a household name, but like a B list, I think could be like some bachelor people, to be honest. Oh, I think they're like D list. Really? B list is like a very famous actor, but probably only like me and you know, like Sydney Sweeney, I think is B list. You know what I mean? Or like Zendaya is B-list. They're like new and up and coming, but like my grandma doesn't know who Zendaya is. You don't you know? think Tyler Cameron is Versus like is my grandma knows who Jennifer Aniston well, is. Yeah. You don't think no, that? No, Tyler Cameron's C maximum. Oh, wow. I think. Jackie's strict. In the grand scheme of like the Will Smiths and Leonardo DiCaprio's of the world? <laughs> yeah. Come on. No, 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 no. I guess. <laughs> like, all right, well, sound off in the comments below. Yeah, sound, let just, us know. Just do that regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Um, about anything. Did you catch that when Faith and Gary were like sobbing in each other's mm. arms and saying goodbye? Yeah. Like everyone's cheering, but on the screen, like the captions, she said to him, I'll always love you, Gary. Oh. Again, Leslie watching it from her hotel room. I know. I was like, if if someone said that to my fiance, I'd be like, can you not? Like, get over it. He's he's over it, clearly, because he's <laughs> engaged to me. He's over it, clearly, so. as he's bawling his eyes out. I know. I would be no, I would not be okay with that. Yeah. Again, I think they're mature enough to just be able to move past it. What did you think of the 
trailer for the finale? Um, I thought it was good, but I th- I didn't think it was anything like different than what we've seen from every other trailer. And normally I feel like these trailers in the Women Tell Alls give us a little oomph, a little something extra, but I didn't think there was really anything that good in it. Yeah. Well, did you feel like you've seen a lot of it already? Because that's what I thought. Yeah. Like Jess yeah, was like, that's... you're not going to believe your eyes. You're going to drop dead. <laughs> and then I watched it and I was like, I'm pretty sure I watched this already. I mean, I think the only part yeah. we didn't watch were some of the like scenes with Leslie and Teresa like on their specific dates because they couldn't show those before because we weren't mm-hmm. supposed to know they were the final two. Right. But other than that, like, Gary crying to Jesse and saying, like, this is a close second to him losing his wife. Like, we all, we right. saw that we night saw one. That already. Old news. Yeah. Snooze fest. Right. And, like, Just and <laughs> and Jesse hyping up, like, this finale is, like, unlike anything you've ever seen. I mean, I think it's pretty... So randomly, I think I've seen it before. I think it's pretty obvious what's going to happen, though, like... He's very, very, very upset that he has to break up mm-hmm. with one of them, and that's it. And then he then he ends up with the other one. Like, I don't think it's right. that wild, but you tell me. Maybe Joan comes back. Yeah, maybe Joan comes back. I think I've seen this film before, and I didn't like the ending. Okay, so next we have Fantasy Suites, and Gary admits that people his age do, in fact, knock boots. Well, I'm glad he cleared that up, because I was wondering. Yeah, like... Do, okay, this might be like TMI, but like, do seventy-year-old men need Viagra to perform? I, I mean, I don't think it's like a, a blanket statement of all seventy-year-olds, right? Like, I think, but it's, like most, why? probably. Like, I mean, I don't know. It depends on if they have that issue. Gary doesn't seem like the type of guy that has that issue. Don't men as they get older just have that issue? I don't know. Sound off in the comments below, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, please sound off. In the, I'm not experienced <laughs> with the seventy-year-old men. No, I think it's situational. I think some may and some may not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, Gary gives me the vibes that he doesn't need Viagra, but that's just me. Maybe we can ask Leslie. Do you think there's a chance they don't have sexual intercourse? Yes. Or he only has sex with one? Yes. Or you think he'll have sex with both? I, I don't know. I mean, I think we need to – I think these questions will be better answered once I have some more context clues. Yeah. Right now I'm going off right. of that, like, two-second trailer, mm-hmm. which didn't really show a lot. In the bedroom anyway. Yeah. But, I mean, the fact that he's like, I really like pillow talk. I could see Gary just wanting to, like, cuddle. Oh, see, I feel like Gary, like, fucks. Like, Clayton <laughs> Why do you think that? <laughs> I don't know. I just do. One second you're questioning if he's, like, One second he needs Viagra. One second he fucks. Well, he fucks with Viagra. Oh, right. He's like, I can't waste this pill, so let's just go. Well, isn't that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. I think you get, well, TMI, guys. But, like, I think you get hard for, like, 10 hours, right? 10 hours? I don't know. If you don't use it, it's like a use it or you don't lose it. <laughs> well, do, I'm, only, I'm only basing this off of that episode of the Kardashians where Kris Jenner put Viagra in, um, at the time, it was Bruce Jenner's coffee. And at the time, Bruce Jenner, I think, had, like, no. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. She meant to put it in his coffee, and she accidentally mm-hmm. put it in Rob's coffee. Like Rob took the coffee, and then wait, why do I not remember? Then this Rob episode? had a boner. I feel like I saw for like every three days, and he had to go to the hospital. Well, I don't. I'm exaggerating. I don't actually know. But it was a long wait, time. Why, why? Why wouldn't he just have sex? <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know why he had a boner. Like right, but like you have one, so you're like, well, let's use this. No, like, I, that's what, what I'm saying. Here? I think it lasts for ten hours because I think when he got the boner, he was like trying to get rid of it, and like nothing would make it go away. Nothing. <laughs> No, I think he probably tried to do something. Uh, and like, But because he's young and able, he 
it was so intense. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how these things how work, guys. How long does Viagra last? Do you think they'll have that in the fantasy suite with for them? Once you take Viagra, you could normally expect a hard erection to last up to 33 minutes. That's not 33 minutes? That's not 10 hours. (laughs) That's very different. Well, I feel like Rob, I don't know, maybe he got like a hefty dose. Because I remember this episode. But also I think because Rob's young, like he clearly didn't need it. So it probably like Mm. overdid the situation versus like if you take it and you need it, then it would only last for a small amount of time. Right. Rob already had his like normal level of like boner. And then this is like an extra boner on top, right? Yeah. We're really getting into it. We should save this sexy talk for next week when we have the fantasy suites. Mm -hmm. But um, all right. I mean, until then, we'll see you guys. We'll see you guys um, Wednesday or Tuesday if you're a Patreon member. Okay. Is that it? Did we cover everything? I think that's it. Okay. Goodbye, bitches. Goodbye, bitches.